0: welcome 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 this is part two of the drunk cast episode 245 of the distraction pieces podcast with chris and stew of hardcore listing and stew of off the beaten track podcast we start to get considerably more drunk in in this episode it's episodes three and four that really get messy stew walks out midway through episode four at a really inappropriate time actually um but, but you'll have to tune into that at a heartbreaking time he walks out but um yeah we will get to that i told you at the end of the last one if you didn't tune in at the end at patreon.com slash pip after the fourth episode goes out i'm going to be uploading a drunk ass hangover episode so the night after all of this mess i woke up and the first thing i did was record a mini podcast just kind of saying how i'm feeling how I feel about the night that was. All this coming. So that's going to be over at patreon.com slash pip. It's only a little thing, but it's only a dollar a month. So, what do you reckon you could pledge before Christmas as a little nice gesture and then have that in the new year? Anyway, on with the podcast. This is episode two. I'll be back at the end. I don't know why. Um, to, to tell you when episode three's out, let's go with that. Ta-ta. Oh, sorry, the usual... Oh, warnings we are incredibly drunk and talking absolute n- nonsense so don't get mad at us boy I'm starting I' started rolling now because Stu almost dropped his can he almost set himself on fire because <laughs> he's just saying this this does not taste like it's seven percent <laughs> Um, Welcome back to part two of the Drunk Cast Um, Brought to you this week by Off the Beat and Track podcast Oh, thank you very much Stu's new podcast And we've had two new podcasts on the network Um, In in case I don't do an intro for this Let's just start the music now And then we can get into it you taking a picture, Stu? Yeah Here we go it went some destruction this piece of fiction is the intricate destruction this piece of fiction is the intricate destruction this piece of fiction is the intricate destruction the intricate well there we go there's a weird bit of silence as well <laughs> to
1: start things off um it helps, bu- it helps buddy doesn't it yeah it does it makes it,
0: he's great mate um yeah he's very very good he's in Margate.
1: oh that bastard he's getting married oh
0: I'm happy for him for that. It's bloody lovely. Yeah. I've, it's, I've been up and visited him t- twice now, m- maybe three times. And Margate's beautiful and yeah. perfect for, for him and H. His missus is amazing. They're yeah. wonderful. Um, he seems to be smashing it, producing stuff and doing all sorts. I, I always want to give him more and more sh- sh- shout outs as a producer because mm. he produces this podcast. He produces Fritz. films to be buried yeah. with. Um And yeah, he's the best in the business. I I rate him hugely. Um, Or you heard, Stu, on the episode I had MVP on Mm -hmm. where my mics hadn't worked for some reason, so we were just going off my backup mic in a calf with building work going on in the calf,
2: and he made it sound amazing. It's different. Obviously, there's a slight uh, jump, but as soon as you're listening. But but literally, within about a minute, you you climatise to it and you realise that it's not uh, that. Like Harry pulled off. that back. Yeah, yeah. Like was amazing because yeah. it sounds fine. Yeah. He's the best. Wow.
0: He's the best in the business. So, so yeah, he's very good. But as said, he does the films to be buried with podcast. Which has been a favourite of mine uh, uh, this year. He's had some am- amazing guests. His episode with David Earl, who plays Brian yeah. Gittins, is amazing because that's someone who really does not want to be on a podcast at all <laughs> he's so unhappy to be there and you realise that the lack of confidence that the Gittins character has is the one part of the Gittins character yeah, that isn't weird. a character yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's literally he's got no yeah, self confidence yeah, but yeah, yeah, he's yeah. hilarious yeah. and wonderful and intelligent and great um, the Jade Adams episode was, was the Jade Adams episode was great because she cried like three times yep. at one time just talking about Super Bob which as we know is one of my favourite films of yep. all time I rave he's about cracking. it constantly so yeah but Brett also did his first ever live uh, films to to be bowed with, and it was at the BFI, which is fancy. Wow! Big deal. Um, his guest was was, was previous distraction piece's guest, Will Porter, Yeah, who's fantastic. Yeah, turned up at We Are Lizards. He turned up. Yeah, he came and party at We Are Lizards a, a with load of his mates. Oh, was that year? Was I? Think. No, you missed that one hmm. sadly. But it was it was it was one of the best. <laughs> 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 But yeah, it was great, and (laughs) so yeah,
1: you're so chuffed about (laughs) that
0: too.
1: You You weren't there as really, which (laughs) which makes me think it wasn't, (laughs) and
2: that you was really sour (laughs) that I was there. He was the only guy there. There. (laughs) Yeah,
0: (laughs) turns out we got the wrong night. Um, (laughs) um, So yeah, it's the BFI. It's Will Porter as the guest who, in Detroit, is up
1: for all sorts of awards. This film, rightly so. amazing
0: mm. performance, just a wonderful place He plays Detroit, doesn't he? Yeah, <laughs> no,
1: he plays, no, he plays it. D in it,
0: Detroit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> D- Dennis Troy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Brett was like, he was a bit nervous, he'd spoken to yeah. me about how the live ones will work, and I recommended preparing some kind of audience participation mm. as well. As you've you've seen in my ones, it's all audience, but yeah. I'll normally come on and, t- and, t- and tell a story for five yeah. minutes or something to ease them in and he decided he'd get people to submit their questions or their film choices to match his questions because films we be buried with is kind of a desert island discs for films yeah whereas off the beaten track is a desert island discs for people who can't get on desert island discs oh, completely that. <laughs> that so yes. um so, so desert yeah. island indie discs <laughs> exactly so um he thought, right, I'll do that, and he got some advice off, off Lizzie, actually, at ACAST, mm-hmm. on on what hashtag he should use, and he thought films to be buried with, which is F-T-B-B-W. So he did hashtag F-T-B-B-W, tweet me your things, and within an hour or oh, so... No, I've got to figure out what that is. He had to change it, because it's a dirty hashtag... <laughs> <laughs> and if you, looked, if you looked on the hashtag, there was a lot of very sexual pictures. And again, considering it's different when you're associated with the BFI on a thing. And what? Whoa! What? The, have, you, have you looked yeah. at some of the pictures? I've got to have a look now. So, yeah, yeah. so what FTBBW means, as well as films to hang on be not. buried with. <laughs> I've
1: got to go to the toilet.
0: It's hang on a minute. It's <laughs> can I tell you what it is? <laughs> go on, I'm ready. It's fat titted, big breasted <laughs> women. <laughs> So, I wish he hadn't found it so oh. he just brought it up on a screen or something at the BFI I was like let's check the hashtag fat-titted big-breasted oh. women films to be buried oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was honestly in tears of laughter as I'm sitting in my, oh. at home that morning checking oh. the films to be buried because all Brett said was oh I've had to change the hashtag because there was an issue with it and I was like That's an issue it's is curious <laughs> Clicked on it. it's like there's a bloody issue with it. <laughs> He's got a T-shirt. Yes. He?
2: Oh, that's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> it's imagine him just
0: imagine him just opening one and say, "Oh, surprisingly, one chose the clumps as <laughs> 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 one of their film
2: selections." <laughs> Oh, brilliant,
0: mate! Oh. It killed me. Oh shit! So yeah, he changed it to just something like films to be buried with, or oh, fi- probably wise. buried films, or something like that. But oh man, that's killing me! It taught to-
2: that is so good
0: and completely innocent as well. And I, I couldn't figure out uh, what it meant. I know BBW is a is a is a thing that <sighs> I'm familiar with um, yeah. as a hashtag. <laughs> yeah. As, as, as a favourite search, of I was going to say. <laughs> I think I'm familiar with, all too familiar with. But yeah, I didn't know what the rest was, oh, and it wasn't oh, until we we're in for a meeting at Acast that yeah, that Lizzie, I made you leave the room because I, like, I want to save this for the podcast, and she whispered, "Imagine that we're in a professional meeting <clears> for a big, <throat> a big deal meeting for a yeah. thing that you and me are doing, and Stu has to leave the room when a young lady whispers." Fat-titted, big-breasted <laughs> women in my ear, <laughs> and I go, "Okay, thank you." <laughs> <laughs>
2: you can make now ring into the room, Stuart. <laughs> yes.
0: Um, oh, what to go on to next? So I'll go to some audience questions. But um, are you oh. two fans of Peep Show? I love Peep yeah, Show because yeah. yeah. I've never watched it that mm, much. But yeah, yeah. I got my brother a gift uh, this year, yeah, um, which I was excited about for ages. I bought it. Uh, when's your birthday? April
2: twenty-first.
0: So I bought it in February or April um, and my brother's birthday's in October. So I was holding off for a long time and I gave it to him and it was a wonderful moment. I'll tell you what it is in a minute, but he said he's instantly, he's like, I've got to get a quote from peep show printed up to to put on the bottom. And I couldn't get this quote out of my head for ages. A few days later, me, my mum, my brother, my dad, my dad's missus all went to, some Russian <laughs> opera, I oh, know, some some Russian cl- classical music at 10am in London. Um, and it's all old people, all quiet. And I was almost laughing out loud every uh. time I thought of this quote. But it was, <laughs> it's the episode where a, a Superhands is doing, he's got a a quiz book yep. with questions in and that. And you, you've got a question at the front and the answer in the back. And he goes, um, I have a mouth but cannot speak. I have a bed but do not sleep. Oh, what am I? And what's, what's the answer? What would you guess
1: is the answer there? Uh, yeah. A, a river.
0: A river? Yeah, yeah so, uh-huh. David, so D- David Mitchell says, a river, and he flicks He flicks the back and goes, N- no, N- Nicholas Lindhurst. <laughs> 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 it's just the funniest <laughs> thing ever. But I've got my brother... For your birthday, I got you a couple of signed c- cards, yep. s- signed photos that I'd found <laughs> in this... Autograph shop in in Nottingham. Yeah, while I was up there recording some podcasts, and I'd found there I, I was only only looking for stuff for you in there. I thought yep. I'd find some funny things, <laughs> yeah. and then on the wall, a bit more expensive, framed was a signed photo of Nicholas Lindhurst oh, in amazing. in Goodnight Sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's so good. And we left it was me and B, and we left. And I was like, I can't spend that much, and his birthday isn't for ages. And we left, and I was just quiet. And B was like, You're right. I was like. I've got to go back and get that. (laughs) So I went back and got it, and the dude was like, there's a bit of a story behind this one, if you'd like to hear it. I'm like, "Fucking would I? Go on, mate. And he's like, well, Nicholas notoriously doesn't really sign autographs because Only Fools and Authors were so big, blah, blah, blah. And everyone's always trying to get him signed pictures of Rodney and all these quotes and all that. And he was at the local playhouse for a thing, and I thought, you know what? (laughs) I'm going to take down a Goodnight Sweetheart one. I'm going to come from left field. He said I was torn between Goodnight Sweetheart and Piglet Files. <laughs> 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 and I'm like, all right. And he goes down, and he said, everyone. He ignored everyone asking for autographs on these photos. He saw the Goodnight Sweetheart, signed it happily. <laughs> just that's how he scammed a signed a signed photo of Nicholas Lindhurst. So yeah, I had right. that. I had that for months. And because it was my brother's 40th, so it was a big birthday. I've been telling my mum and dad I've got him something really good for his 40th. Said, it's yep. a big birthday, so it's <laughs> a big one. And then he opened that, and I couldn't
2: I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't have been happier. And then
0: recently, he's actually that they're having, having new d- doors in all the rooms in, in in my mum's house, which is is where my brother lives. And he was like, he was there, and he came up the stairs, and he looked at the doorman, just looking confused at a photo of Nicholas side of Nicholas in house next to his bed <laughs> and my brother just went out. <laughs> <laughs> he just said, I can never try and explain it. <laughs> or I just go out. So he just looked and went, just going to go out, <laughs> <sighs> run away. <laughs> just went back down the stairs and out the door. Oh, oh, it's beautiful. Anyway, let's get on to some audience questions. I mean, we'll go into fighting in more detail later. But I want to find the person who asked about um, Fury, because we can address that now. Yeah, from James Creed. I've actually, I've screenshotted them because I put my phone on airplane mode. And there's some comments after this, but I can't see them. But yeah, thoughts on Tyson Fury, his controversial comments from years back and his recent awareness raising of mental health and addiction. And um, yeah, it's something... Uh, we talked about it a little bit. I heard him on Rogan, mm-hmm. and I thought he spoke so amazingly about. Well, I was his kind of glad. I'm kind
1: of glad you did because I had I've had like a mixed opinion and a more positive opinion than Fury for for quite a while, and possibly because I didn't see when he made those comments, yeah. and so I didn't have like this overwhelming. I didn't worship him or anything. I just had a more. I had a, he's not, I've listened to him speak at length yeah. and he's not insane and he's not a tyrant Yeah, and that was it, that was all I'd had as an opinion and I know he'd made comments but I hadn't seen firsthand. well none of us do, but yeah. obviously I hadn't seen in the media, you had Yeah, and they were, they were bad comments, well, they the were thing, terrible comments. Uh, uh, and for me,
0: it kind and, of makes me s- s- sadder because as much yeah. as he's talking well and that yeah. fight was legendary and all that, yeah. I still can't get down of him because of them comments because it wouldn't be hard to directly address them and the comments right. were it was, it was b- before the klitschko fight I, I i printed it out because again i wanted it to be accurate and not give a mis- yeah. misrepresentation yeah. the comments were there are only three things that need to be accomplished before the devil comes t- comes home and takes over the earth crocs I, I, <laughs> I, One of them is homosexuality being legal in countries or one of them is abortion being legal and the other one's paedophilia being legal yeah. who would have thought in the 50s and 60s that those first two or whatever be- become legalized yeah so he's putting homosexuality and abortion next to paedophilia yeah, and yeah, saying yeah. that they're sins and they're bringing the devil to earth and that shit, I can't get over. He he, he yeah. did address it, and again, I've done a bit of research on it because I kind of want to l- l- like the guy because he's gone through some shit, and that's yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. impressive. But even even uh, when he addressed it, he said, "Look, I've offended a lot of people. I didn't mean to. I'm just it's I'm just repeating what God's like God's words. It's not <laughs> that's this, his that's like, his reply to yeah, it. yeah. it's like that's not good enough. I need right. you to say no. That's fucking ridiculous. And the fact is, yeah, because I, because
1: don't don't. Don't kill the messenger in this instance doesn't really yeah. cut it. <laughs> and
0: again, <laughs> it, it, it made me, the end of that fight just made me even more sure that he still believes that because the yeah. whole end of it was just <clears throat> praise Jesus, praise the Lord, yeah. for, for forgive me. Yeah. And just, yeah. it was all religious stuff. And it's mm. like, yeah. well, you probably still believe all that. Mm. And mm. F- fuck that. I don't care if you've rejuvenated the mm. boxing world or you've had this great weight cut and this turnaround of mental health. That's fucking unforgivable shit. I to do you know what? So, I I, I, com- I
1: completely agree with that. But I think that it, you know it, it, it is disgraceful what we because he he speaks intelligently about other things. Like he's yeah. not a fool. Yeah. And I just feel that I just hope that people don't just cut him off and people talk to him about it yeah. and help him maybe come round on that decision in the future. Because yeah. if we just cut him off. That's it. It's oh, done, and, in, in, and it's stupid, really, because what he said is is is, is, is gross, and it's disgusting. It's
0: ignorant. Even on this one, he's no commented. Anyone who's brought up that he's refused yeah. to address that. Yeah. He's like it's, yeah. it's stuff from previous interviews. I want to talk about what's yeah. going on there. Like,
1: again, I understand that. I Understand, because, but it's not good enough. for me, no, like, I, not, I can't it's, get down with that. It's, it's like, not well, good enough now. Him. I yeah. think that I think that. Well, well, he maybe always. Yeah, I think he needs to. Hundred percent. He believes and it. I think that maybe he's on thing. He believes it. It's a strict
0: religious thing. Yeah. Yeah an Irish religious thing. Again, one of the great things that we discussed in the drunk cast that wasn't released was the abortion, that the abortion law got turned over in Ireland. And it was Mm. been an amazing thing this year, this huge achievement, this, this great step into the modern world, but that's the world he's from, you know, he's got that, that, that wrong side of religion from there. And it's, Mm. yeah, it's fucking, yeah, it's disgraceful. I'm,
2: so that's my answer yeah, yeah. to that guy. Sue, what do you think, mate? I can't get mm-hmm. over it. Um, I kind of echo what you said, Chris, to be honest. You know, I do you take into account that he's had probably a very, very different upbringing mm-hmm. to to a lot of people? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it comes from a, you know, a very different culture yeah, mm-hmm. uh, to, to what a lot of us are exposed to. Yeah. And then maybe going from that culture, well, he's still in that culture, but to then also be...
1: Having a mic microphone and, and a platform for the world, and, and having a lot of money
2: thrust mm, upon you.
1: Yeah,
2: you know, are you surprised that maybe he said some stuff that's yeah. maybe
1: not not? To I always the like, I always know, find, I find I that. About that. F- I completely I agree. It. I always find that with fighters, don't expect progressive comments from them because, like, I, I think that maybe also like, and I, I go back to that thing of where he where you grow up and how where you come from. Is like if you, it's easy once you've got world or wider perspective to have to go, how the fuck. Have you come or you said that? And the communities he but comes once, from
2: don't necessarily come from a you know they, they exactly don't
1: get that perspective. And it's so a very, very, you know, if we cut them off and don't forgive them for it, it won't ever change. And then you then you enforce segregation, and that's the problem. Like when mm-hmm. we stop talking and we segregate, that's it. Like yeah. if Tyson had uh, felt more comfortable in areas of people who disagree with him on those points and might engage, he might. Find himself integrated and maybe meet some people who are homosexual for starters, yeah. right? Who have gone through abortions, and and then all of a sudden these si- silly dogmatic doctrines in, in on a bit of paper, and then real life will start to soften your view. And I think that's so important. Like that—that's the and thing open about Open the dialogue that. and try and exactly. Educate. But the and problem like, I
0: still have is I still can't celebrate that. No I, no. It, it's not like. As I no going mistake. On. So I'm
2: not celebrating that. Yeah. I'm saying that, that yeah. may be part of what why he's expressing 100%. these, these and, opinions. And that's mm.
0: kind of where I sit at the moment is, previously, I've shouted about that, that bullshit he said. Mm. I've done enough of that. In this mm. instance, I didn't sh- shout about it. I had mm. one person who I chat to, uh, to a lot during a U- a U- UFC stuff, who's highlighted to me a lot of um, MMA fighters have had... D- domestic abuse things in their history and stuff like that. That's horrible. So it's been. And she was asking about the Fury fight, and I kind of said, "Look, here's a quote from him. That's what I can't get down with." But that was again. It wasn't. It was a Mm -hmm. direct to them tweet. So it wasn't like it was
1: shouting about it. So it's
0: that balance of I'm not going to try and piss on his, his his fire, but equally I can't. I can't sit around it. Yeah. Mate, may, maybe such.
1: yeah, no, and that's absolutely fine, mate, and, and maybe at some point, um, maybe he, he, he will come around to that, maybe he won't. I tried to get him on the podcast a, a, a yeah. year or two back.
0: Really? He was doing some stuff, I think it was at Global, which is, is where XFM is, and I was trying to get him on, but because I wanted to, to have that
1: opportunity to yeah, to I'm bring it up, up, and not attack, but,
0: but bring to it up. Talk. yeah. yeah.
1: And, yeah. uh, yeah. A mate of mine at work has got a picture of him with Fury. And I was like, when was that taken? He said a couple of years ago. And I was like, let's see it. Because I thought, and he's not happy. Like, Mm. you can see he's a broken human in it, in an airport. It's fucking, it's really sad, man. Everything everything else aside,
2: if you're going to be a boxer, shh. It's the greatest fucking name ever. It's an amazing
0: name. It's a
1: golden name. It's definitely fucking name. And if you're gonna have a comeback, let's just briefly talk about that. Did have you guys seen that fire? Yeah, Yeah, I watched
0: bits of it. I was up watching the UFC because I'm a UFC fan over Mm -hmm. or an MMA fan over it. So I was kind of I was watching it on Twitter. Yeah. And then when I'd heard it was all going that crazy, because of my (laughs) feelings against Fury. For the first time ever, I illegally streamed a bit of mm-hmm. a fight because I'm not. That's just I'm not personally into that. I no, don't g- I do. try to get into arguments with people because I know no, that's no. how a lot of people watch. But on this one, I was like, I will watch a link and I watched that last round, and I've never seen a guy so out
1: and then so not out. Yeah, in... you can't train that shit. No, no, it's not. It's not trainable. That's hard. It's it's a bit like when we maybe we we won't talk too much more about fighting now. But like even the punishment someone was taking this weekend. Oh mate. That's not trainable. That's that's something no. that's in your fucking dreams I mean, in, while, in your mind. Are we talking
0: about the fights or your willie. Which way have we gone? <laughs> Which story are we jump into?
1: My my dick is rising from the grave. Um, and that, that um, <laughs> let's or, never or, have that put on the T-shirt. Or just
0: on this topic again, we'll get into fights properly, mm. but it's a prevalent one. There's a really interesting thing or a disgraceful thing in the UFC at the moment. And again, I've been accused before of being a, a UFC dick rider because I'm. I'm a fan of a lot of what they're doing. I'm a, f- a fan of a lot of
2: what mm-hmm. Dana does. I find yep, them amusing.
0: Same. I'm not a fan of what's happened in the new year. Um, a, y- a young lady, Rachel Ost- Ostrov- Ostrovich, right. uh, she was from the tough harnesses fighting Paige Van Sant. The fight was almost pulled because she was hospitalised by her boyfriend, who's also an MMA fighter, who beat the living sh- sh- shit out of her really horrific, like really in hospital, beaten up in a bad way. The fight is back on, which is really good news. And she's saying, I'm going to go out there and prove that I'm a strong woman Mm -hmm. in spite of this. Also on that card is a guy called Greg Hardy making his debut, who there's a lot of hype around because he's a former American footballer. He was a very successful American footballer, but his American football career fell apart because of his domestic abuse issues he had. He beat up his missus. Um, I think the charges were dropped in some way, but, but it was kind of acknowledged that it was all legit. And he's on the same card. And that just seems like the biggest clusterfucker oversight by, by the UFC, putting someone who has yeah. been charged, if not convicted, but charged initially with yeah. domestic abuse on the same card as a woman who literally has just got out of hospital from being the victim of yeah. domestic abuse. and And the UFC... Dana has, has, so did has, he, no, did, has no comment in it. Did he get charged?
2: Did he do time for it? He didn't did do he... time.
0: I, I think it was, I think, I don't know the full details. I think it was dropped in court or, or, or something like that. But again, that's so common with domestic abuse because it's so personal. Yeah. So often that things are dropped.
2: Or... So where do you stand on, so, so say he did get charged of it, like just playing devil's advocate yeah. here, and he went to prison, he'd done his time and he'd come out. Mm-hmm. Is that forgivable then? Is it, has I think he done it's his time?
0: I'm a big believer in people getting a second chance after yeah. prison. It sits more uncomfortably in something. I, I like mixed martial arts Yeah, as much as I think... Putting him on a card with
2: someone that's just recently like... that That's, that's just a fucking dumb shit idea.
0: Completely unforgivable. Yeah. I, I had question marks over it anyway because it's, yeah. it sits uncomfortable. If your previous conviction is, is violence, to yeah. then make a living off of violence yeah, 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 feels yeah. uncomfortable to me. Yeah, that feels that. Sh- a sh- a shitty. If he'd gone back to football, yeah. I'd kind of go, all right, well, if he's yeah. done his time, he might yeah. have to work his way yeah. back up. I can kind of... It's not great, but I can kind of, I believe in and redemption it, and things like that, but it sits, it sits poorly. And
2: again, it, it adds to that whole thing that we've spoken about many times of like trying to explain to people that, you know, mixed martial arts is is a skill set, you know, it is, yeah. it is an absolute art form. It's not Absolutely. a load of fucking animals just being thrown in a cage. And when they do things like that at the UFC, like some of the dumb shit they've done with the kind of hype and, and, yep. and that. And we'll it, get to all of that. It, you know it royalties. does it just kind of leads you you know it just projects that kind of image that it is just fucking brawlers yeah but anyway we'll get
0: to MMA stuff later I just wanted to bring that up because it feels equally again I'm not any kind of I love the UFC yeah. but still you should call out anyone who's you think is acting in a pro I said I think they could easily have put him on a different card yeah it's the fact is he's jumping the line a bit because he's famous and part yeah. of the reason he's famous is domestic violence so okay. it's fucked up um I've got a question here. Pip, your f- favourite episode of Off the Beaten Track podcast. Stu, your favourite Distraction Pieces episode this year. Chris, ha- have you listened to any podcast yet? <laughs> um, Such good... Like this guy, so who's this ball That's ever a ball. Emma.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: the regular listener, so I knew that. I was going to
1: say, they know this so well. That's yeah. so good. And, and the thing is, when we done Top 5 Podcasts yeah, the other day yeah, yeah, with yeah.
2: The, the lads from... Um, uh, the Dream right, Factory. Josh... Uh, no, it wasn't Dream Factory, was it? It was...
1: Oh, Josh Astrop. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: Like, uh, and I was, when he did something doing Top 5 Podcasts, I just thought, you're going to get some guesswork tonight, mate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, I'll, I, I'll answer mine quickly. I I, I love the Lindy Layton episode. Um, as I've said to you yeah. before, just the fact that you were hearing a man living his dream there. And she's <laughs> just telling these amazing stories. And then she starts to sing one of the songs that she's picked. Yeah. And you're just like, obviously I know you're a fan of her music and yeah. all that. So it's, yeah. That was a great one. Was it? Was it, was it hard to
1: get a uh, seventy six to edit
2: out? <laughs> 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 oh, do you know what, right? We, we all know Lindy well, right? And yeah. she's coming. Yeah. De- she did yeah, de- yeah, the last yeah, listen, yeah, yeah. and, and and she's a beautiful. She's beautiful, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh like, man, I used
1: to. Yeah, she's worked for. She's come and played for us loads. Load yeah. And I got. I'm not gonna lie. I have got a crush on Lindy. Yeah, I've everyone's got me. a crush
2: on Lindy. I had a crush on Lindy mm. when I was a, a kid. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, mm-hmm. uh, say a know I'm the same age as her. But um,
0: <laughs> are you? You had a crush on her when you were the age that Chris dresses. Exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you cannot say that about me anymore. This cunt i has been dressing like an eighteen-year-old. Like, I've heard he's, he's had his cap on he's backwards. Loving and stuff. It. He's, he's absolutely loving it. The worst thing is, I like everything he wears. So I'm like, I really like that jumper. I got uh, proper
0: annoyed on your on your um, <laughs> uh, what's it called episode, with uh, Gemma. Um, no, no, Norma's. the London, uh, what's, I've forgotten the name of the brand now, the clothing brand. Lovesick oh, loves It yeah. I loves yeah. It London, because <laughs> it, it it comes it Chris starts like, yeah, I can't remember how I found you guys, but it's like, <laughs> I literally sat you down and showed them as an example of branding for Redshift and all <laughs> yeah, this. Right, and I'm right, sitting right, there like, oh, for fuck's sake, that was, <laughs> was my one bit, I thought I might get some free shit for, <laughs> for giving the shout out and hooking <laughs> up. Like, I can't remember how I stumbled upon you, but you <laughs> know, I'm young brilliant. and hip, I find a lot of these things. <laughs>
2: Can I just lower the
1: tone of the podcast? Can I just have a quick wee in your new garden? Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, sure. I've had a new yeah. garden. Um, what do you mean it's new? I have not know. You can you have, got? have, a, look. have you got no, a look. You can have a look. Got
2: someone to for, a for free? Yeah. No, have for I, free. Didn't
0: get, I didn't get it done for free. <laughs> for free. I didn't even get a discount in the end. I paid full. But I will give a shout out to PA Gardens and Landscaping who did an amazing job on my garden. As they both, they've both both gone outside to have a look, they've done an amazing job. So, and they, they originally you, can,
1: I, you didn't realise how big your garden was because it was such a. Dump. It was it was an absolute
0: mess. It was a forest. But I yeah, did this thing forest. saying, can anyone hook me up in exchange for, for some advertising? And what I was after was a bit of a discount. I'll do some tweets and yeah. promote your company. Mm-hmm. And I had people furious. Because they assumed for some reason, even though I said, do me a deal, they assumed I wanted it all for free. So these people responded to that and said, we'll give you X amount off in exchange. Yeah. From, or, or X amount off of, of labour. Yeah. I'm not going to s- s- say how much, because it's their business, that's yeah. their choice, but in the end I paid them full price, because yeah. they just, look at this, they've smashed yes, it, right? It and they nice. it in no time, we had all sorts of dramas with, yeah. you know, all
1: sorts of dramas, but yeah. 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 No, it's 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 a beautiful uh, lawn, mate, yeah. well done, didn't think we'd ever Good get into to s- that conversation. Get to that. Smashing lawn. But Chris, have
0: you listened to any podcasts this year?
1: Uh, li- um, almost no, <laughs> honestly. Have you um, watched any? I've because you're more a, of a watcher. I've, I've, I've watched a couple of Joe Rogan episodes, but not many. Because mm-hmm. um, we both talked a bit about the
0: Elon Musk episode, and I was yeah. kind of—I wanted to hate it more than I did because people were moaning about him. Right, but right, I thought right. he was—I didn't think he was. I thought, was I thought it was a bit boring. I thought it was a bit boring. I thought it was a bit boring. I liked his pauses. The big joke everyone had mm. was his pauses. But good lord, all three of us could could benefit from pausing to think before we say that's things That's all it is, buddy. Yeah, it I really it. is he, that. And that's what Joe annoyed me. Joe would ask me. a question and he'd go...
1: Hmm. Yeah, but
0: And well, then respond. Well, that's well, he given he a measured answer. Yeah, exactly. I don't think we've ever done that
1: after this. No, uh, no, 100% <laughs> no. I'm wearing <what, laughs> I purple underwear right now. What would you like to know? No, I am... Um, he does think about stuff and the the fact that he's that's he's waiting and how he hangs on words... I know, she's his personality. People are going mental because that's it. It's like, well, why don't you listen to what what he's saying? But it's the typical Mm.
0: thing of the internet now that people were were mental leave away. I saw people saying, he's a genius, he's the best podcast Mm. ever, Mm. and he's mental, he's such a weirdo. And I listened and
1: thought, oh, it's all right. Yeah, well, actually, that links in quite nicely because I think he was talking to. I don't know if he was. uh, Rogan was talking to. Peterson about this, or whether it was Peterson on another uh, pot, uh mm. a thing I watched recently, which was a guy called Dave Rubin right and it was um Peterson talking to a geezer called ben shapiro who's it has controversy around him yeah. too, and what they were what they were discussing which I found fascinating is is is, 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 is tweets and how um we don't understand the psychology of tweets at the moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. There's not enough research to do. What, what's the propensity of people who use tweets? What's the propensity of people to say something aggressive on a tweet or radical one way or another yeah, yeah. because you're forced to use 140 characters? So then are you not therefore going to lean towards margins because you haven't got the time to really express an opinion that is yeah. nuanced? Yeah. And so then is it dangerous then to be someone like maybe of your size, Pip, where you've got quite a lot? Is it dangerous to read comments? Because how damaging is it, damaging is that to your psyche? Yeah. Because people are just going to go one way or the other. Yeah. You know that probably a, a sensitive fellow like myself, I don't think I'd want to read. It does affect constant. you, man, and
0: and and there is these these constant and extreme extreme things. I I reposted I I one the other day because it was the epitome of someone angry about something they've been told to be angry about. Because I did yeah. a post for the. International Rescue? It's the IRC International Rescue fanboys. Some no, um,
1: is it rescue, Isn't that one is it of those w, Isn't that like the WWE? No, but they, they, they've
0: got. <laughs> it was this great video, and they did a thing about back in the nineties, uh, and they would Sting was no, their big wrestler. No, and he looked like the Crow. No, no that was WCW, okay. <laughs> and then TNA. <laughs> um, so they were talking about how at Christmas we buy, we waste a lot of money on a lot of shit and we'll buy some tat to give to someone Mm. and they're not going to enjoy it and they're going to think it's tat and we do a lot of that like particularly with stocking fillers and stuff like that and their point was just don't buy that and instead donate it to a good cause and we'll help save lives and all this and one person commented going yeah and the money will probably go to a 25 year old who's claimed he's 12 but um, (laughs) there's no way of checking and my response was I don't give a fuck how old um, someone who is who needs asylum is. No. Again, it's because there was this big news story of we're only accepting people under this age and people are sneaking. It's like someone's in need and in need of asylum. That shouldn't be a big deal. There shouldn't be a kind of, I like it at fun fairs, where we have to have to be Quiet under this height to, to get on. You have to be under this height to receive, to qualify for compassion. And it's just uh, that yeah, dumb yeah, thing yeah, of just, it, here's, the, here's, here's the thing I'm meant to be
1: furious about. It's like, just shut up. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, get think about things before you whip out your pitchfork. Yeah, that's, that's weird when people get angry about yeah that in so, so I had, a, I had a mate I like berating homeless people the other day. He wasn't mm-hmm. he wasn't around a homeless person, but he's like, oh, I never give him money because I could spend it on drugs. And I'm like, I don't care. Like I haven't always got the time because so I'm not going to sit here and say sound overly pious and go, well, what I do just to make sure he doesn't shoot smack into his eyeballs right, is uh, go and buy him a fucking Greg sausage roll. You know, I sometimes, I'm not, I ain't got the time for that. And I often will, like a lot of my charity money gives goes to homeless people. I probably yeah. spend up to £10 a week. It's not a lot, I understand that, but it's in pound coins. Yeah. I understand that, but I, I do that. Up to, you know, it's and it's the £40 right choice. Quid a month, that on, is. On
0: the Rutger Bregman episode, he right. talks about how, how money to homeless people is a better solution than than all these different kinds of, of, of 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 charity yeah. and things like that. But, again, the argument as well, because that, that is the most common argument, they're probably going to spend it on alcohol or drugs. Yeah. And I, my kind of thing is, well, yeah, I'd, I'd assume so. <laughs> it's freezing and you're on the street. I didn't think they're going to be s- 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 saving up to get a widescreen yes. or saving up <laughs> to get a degree or whatever. It's yeah, like, yeah. F- fucking fair play they want a beer. If yeah, yeah, if yeah. You're literally living on the streets. You, you want a whiskey or whatever. I, can understand that, but again, in Rucker Brebman's uh, a utopia for realist book and sh- shortened in the episode, which by the way understood. is one of my favourite
1: podcasts you've done yeah. of the three I listen to. Yeah, the other he, two, he's just are amazing. pretty much us. He's just that amazing, golf, right?
0: And I won't ramble about it too much, but he highlights the reason that giving money is a far better solution even than giving. S- soup kitchen type care and stuff like that because there's so many overheads and all these other things and yeah he's got studies and everything so go and listen to that episode but uh, uh, with that Stu the question was what's your favourite distraction pieces of the year and we don't have to spend ages on this I'm not I'm not an egotist um, right now
2: <laughs> I um, I enjoyed Paloma Faith yes. and I enjoyed Kate Nash yes Um but
0: I think both of them uh, surprised a lot of people because people uh-huh. expect them to be a bit
2: well I know greeting, but I know that I know that you're friends with him, so yeah. I was expecting something quite warm when I got yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but as we're all sitting here as Uber fans and Essex boys, I think Liam Hallett was yeah. just a you know when I I speak to you, you know, we, we speak once or twice a week and it's like, oh who you got coming up, what you got on? And when you said I've got Liam Hallett, yeah that's like that's the I fucking I strangled
1: three stray animals because of that. That's yeah. right, yeah. that's right. Three more. And go. <laughs> <people>, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Uh, uh, stomachs now.
2: But yeah, like to, to you know, he's the prodigy and depeche mode are our heroes for yeah, Essex, right? That's yeah, all that's, sure. that's that's they're our musical fucking legends, you know. Not so much you pip, yeah. But um but... I had
0: I had Liam and, and John Cooper Clark in the same week. Yeah. Well it he's an Essex like... boy now, isn't he? Yeah, he, he is. Mm. And again, mm. it's like proper icon Level mm. things and the Liam one you're exactly right it felt it felt special at the time because he doesn't do particularly long no, interviews no he, or yeah. he in never general. Has. and we got to the hour mark which is obviously my catchphrase yeah. we'll talk about catchphrases actually <laughs> oh, yeah. and we got to the hour mark and I was literally I was like are you in a rush and because it was in his studio he was like no we can keep cause. so to get to do over two hours yeah
1: do you know me, what who doesn't I, haven't listened, I still haven't listened to it so I've got a list of podcasts I haven't listened to and that's my number one. <laughs> yes. And um, and it's like, I'm almost like, it's like, I don't want to listen to it. Yeah. For many reasons. One, because I want to savour it. Yeah. One, because I'm a little jealous. And I even <laughs> said it at the intro for our podcast that's well, being released yeah, on yeah. Monday. I can't believe you got to a point where you know and yeah. hang out and have done a podcast with... He wears my merch on stage. That's mental. Like he's
0: regularly w- worn my merch on stage, which blows my mind. And I've never given him any free stuff. So he's gone to my website, ordered some merch...
1: Like Motherfucker, can only, cannot
0: yeah. afford to buy the merch? And that's I it, love the fact thought, <laughs> that Liam, Liam...
1: No, but what I mean, I love the fact that you can get that from his personality. You know that he would pay for your fucking yeah, merch. Because yeah. that's the sort of person he is. And I, I'm, I'm only getting that from the very rare snippets oh, of he, information I've had from him, let alone the podcast.
0: Giveaway a, a secret now. It's an mm. it's episode that's not coming out until February, but I recorded oh, one the other day with Stephen Merchant. No. And it's yeah. great. And he's got a bit in it which made me think of... Mm-hmm. The thought of Liam Howlett going on my website and ordering stuff seems <laughs> weird. But the reason uh, how Stephen Merchant's n- new f- film came about was The Rock... was w- 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 And Stephen tells it amazingly, so I won't go into tonnes of detail, but the, the Rock was over here f- filming The Fast and the Furious and he was in his hotel room watching Channel 4 and he saw this documentary. And just the thought of The Rock... W- are watching channel 4 is for some reason <laughs> some reason the most bizarre <laughs> strange thing that and he goes brilliant. into a lot more detail on it but <laughs> it's genuinely as soon as you say it, it's
1: like why is that weird but it really is mm. the thought
0: of the rock watching channel
1: 4 well Christian does this a lot doesn't he But he goes imagine what that person was thinking yeah. and so I've been doing that a lot recently and one of the ones I thought of is when you see pictures of like poos in toilets which I see way more than I think I should right is keep that, going <laughs> that, tell me more that, that person that everyone who's taken that photo has yet to wipe their bum <laughs> While I'm now picking picture. Picture them
2: getting their balance with their left arm holding the camera to cocking their right leg.
1: That's was wiping Exactly. <laughs> it might not be perfectly in focus because on the back of their mind, they're like, "I've still got a job to do." Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm still keeping my bum cheeks a bit open because I don't want do to go together and oh, do would a you? do a raw shot. <laughs>
1: A shitty oh, roll, yeah. a b- a shitty block oh. test. <laughs> you just can't block. roll down that, can you? It will ruin the composition. Yeah, Absolutely, it's true.
0: But oh. yeah, anyway, I don't, don't know how we got to that. But yeah, a, 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 a Liam was a cracking guest. Yes, yeah, it was
1: brilliant. <laughs> but Liam was a cracking guest. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: oh, shit. Um, name th- three albums you could listen to all the way through or without skipping a song. So Let's just good. go for well, one. We still,
1: each. we still haven't done that, have we? No.
0: I was going to be doing this thing called Perfect Album Playback. I don't know if I mentioned it on here. It was going to, but I've just got. This sounds like a tough problem. I've got so many guests at the moment; it's ridiculous. But I was going to do, yeah. Every every Friday, I'd do an episode that was an album that me and you love, and we want to just go through a perfect album. Or me and you Mm. and and Mangan was lined up as well, and Stu Tell, but just haven't got around to it. But they've asked for three. Let's have one each. I'll go straight off with because I want to. Talk about Mm -hmm. my my album of the year, Um, a a Tierra Wax, a a Whack World album is. I've talked about it on the Kate Tempest episode, and a lot of people ask how it's spelled. It's T E I R A R I A a Tierra Whack, and then W H A C K. And she released an album this year, and she's up for a, a Grammy. And I did a tweet saying it's mad how quickly I went from, oh my god, a Tierra. I, I waxed up for a Grammy that's amazing to why isn't she up for more Grammys because mm. it's just no, right. so she released this album and and my brother sent it to me or the YouTube link because it was this a 15 minute a, a YouTube video and her album is 15 one minute songs and she made this one long 15 minute video for it and it's absolutely amazing like the tracks are amazing the beats it's you, at first it feels gimmicky and then you realise the restraint of it because there's a couple of them on there who could that could just be pop bangers like radio hits that they stop after a minute um, and
1: yeah it's wow. amazing I, didn't I love even, it I didn't even know any it was shit, amazing
0: but... at that time because I watched the video and me and Polar Bear were raving about it I watched the video and it's this 15 minute thing and I've got a short attention span at times particularly when I'm rushing about so, and my brother sends me a lot of music and stuff and I just go yeah I listened yeah. it's like late and I thought I'll start it I'll skip ahead at some point I watched, I had a whole 15, and then I grabbed the album and realised that that was, I assumed it was snippets of the album, and then I realised, no, that's the full album. And then I went on her Instagram, and at that point, her Instagram was just a, 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 a 15 videos, because videos on Instagram were wow. a minute long, a minute. So and, it, and there's three, wow, so it's five so, rows that's of that's three, slick, so it? it's literally, the front cover, it was just an image. If you click on any of them, it starts that part of the video, no. and it was just mind blowing. Her, her Instagram is now a lot of us off because she's bl- she's blown up hugely, but you can probably still scroll down and get to that point where it was just this perfect art project, That's essentially. Great. And she's um yeah, and she's, she's a, a rapper and a singer and from like I think she's from Philly on or, on or, or New York, maybe. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. But that I mean, it's easy to pick. But I've listened to oh, that three wait. or four times in a row. Without skipping a track.
1: So it's one of them, it's like, because it's 15 minutes long. Yeah, 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 yeah. So fucking, it's, it's easy, but yeah, all killer. Man, I can't wait to listen to that. It's That's really, really good, good, man. And, and watch 15 the video minutes, first. you can li- The video can, first is yeah. just the thing to just, yeah, it's amazingly shot and directed. Yeah.
2: Whack weld, yeah. Sick. Dude. How about you, Shu? Fats and Smalls. Um. <laughs> hey!
1: What's wrong with you? You said you've been watching videos of us on YouTube. Is yeah. that one of me singing that in the mouth?
2: No, mountains? I couldn't find that one. I don't no. think that might be on Instagram. Um, did you say it's got to be from this year? No,
0: no, no. Oh, right. I've added that, just because yeah. we're doing a year
2: round-up. But um,
0: you can, I've not given you a heads-up to prepare, so I don't expect...
2: So I, I think um, I'm going to swerve... The, the the obvious ones the the Marvin Gays and the and yeah. the Pet Sands and things like that and, and I'm going to go for um, no more shall we part by Nick Cave the Bad Seeds right because I just I think it's like a, a perfect point in his career 15 feet of pure white snows on it God is in the house he's on it I've never come um, to him yeah love him I've,
0: I've never gone into him and know,
2: uh, but people have yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I really like it. And, and, you know, I know you're very well liked for your lyrics. And, and as a lyricist, he's he's a fucking genius.
1: Is he better, would you than say, Pip? than Pitt? Definitely. Mm. It's, tough
2: Definitely. To,
1: it's tough to
0: say, really, mm. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's subjective. Mm.
2: Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, um. you could, but. Pip just took my subjective. Christmas present back. It's all subjective, <laughs> but what was that song, Timmy wrote? <laughs> Chris, album that you can listen to all the way through. Um, I'm going
2: off on a tangent after this because I had a really good. Oh, okay. Are you done? Sorry. You... Well, as soon as I mentioned that I liked it more than you, you've just fucking moved up <laughs> yeah. <on to> <laughs> Anyway, Chris, <laughs> <laughs> we've got it's we've got 40 uh, minutes left. Chris, let's talk about yours. Uh, <laughs> distraction
1: pieces. I would actually say distraction pieces is one of them, but I won't. I won't blow your trumpet. It is. A, it Thank is. You. It is the shit. Um, oh, this is an easy one. Uh, Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Like all day long. it's like. I weirdly ended up. Uh, I don't share a lot on Facebook these days. First album, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, but I shared uh, like the brass. I saw thing. you done that. I put that on, and I was busy. Like, I had somewhere to go. Right? I had to jet is that out. The first time you've seen it, and I saw that, and I was like, "It's oh, six oh, minutes. Oh, oh, I'm oh, not going to watch all of this. It's a, it's a, a brass band's yes. version yes. Of, yes. Um, wake of Wake Up, Wake and, Up, and Wake Up." No, so
2: she pr- does them all. Oh, God, Go on it? to their page oh, because I don't know what her, the vocalist name is, but I, I clocked this about three or four months ago, and she does sleep now in the fire and like she, like her the
1: bullet in the head. It's fucking oh, no. off the yeah. scale. It's so yes. good, mate. Like I, it's weird because she made me love wake up. I think wake up was always great, but. I don't know, because everyone loved it, I did sort of shy away, I did have that yeah. ego reaction yeah. accidentally, yeah. you know, which we all do, and I shied away from it a bit, and just listening to them redo it, I realised quite how fucking tremendously brilliant Just Wake Up is, Wake Up is one song of, like, what, 12 utter bangers, mm. utter bangers, that yeah. that in a time and I was thinking this, when I was watching that, like, in that record sleeve, say, um, firstly, he's got one of the most powerful record sleeves of all yeah. time. It's not even their, you know them, but it's a very well picked image um, of the Buddhist monk setting himself on fire. And, like in that sleeve, it says look, none of the stuff you hear on this has been you know done in the studio. This is all done live with. And at a time when their new metal was big, yeah. which Rage Against Machine were so good, I think that a lot of new metal bands might have had to feel that to do that rap-rock thing, they might have needed a little something-something. Like, you needed to put someone with a set of turntables on there. Mm. But they were so good lyrically. The composition of all of their songs is fucking mind-boggling. I think, it's I think so people good. who aren't
0: into Rage have spotted them and put them in that new... new metal bracket. No. Which they're not. Similar as me and Josh were talking about with Rancid on -hmm. on the Boogaloo our radio thing where Rancid get put in with all the pop punk and it's like no they're a proper punk and ska band they're so credible and Rage are the same there that you've got this kind of this new metal feel that people turn their nose up at and rightfully so in places understandably so let's say not understandably so yeah but let's have it right let's have it right That. (laughs) that I decided that's his catchphrase. <laughs> he says it in every episode. Let's have it right. It's not, we're it's right. not, uh, like. <laughs>
2: like. Let's have it right. Like.
0: Let's have, come on, let's have it right.
2: So let's have it right. And you I try like that, so though. hard to not say it for the rest of the day <laughs> when we're out. And then we're on an escalator He goes,
0: let's have it right, but, oh fuck.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, Rage weren't when new metal come out. No. Rage was when grunge happened. Grunge, yeah. Rage yeah. come out in what, 91, 92? Yeah, yeah. And like, and when that come I out, I mean, yous would have been fucking kids. Yeah. yeah. And I was just started, like, alternative clubbing. Yeah,
1: I was terrified.
2: And, when, and, like, and bearing in mind, you had the crossover stuff like Faith the and More and Primus, and you had bits and bobs happening like that. And you, obviously, you had the public enemy Amphrax stuff. But yeah. no one got it, That that kind of aggression and... Perfect blend of hip hop and yeah, yeah. and rock. Yeah.
0: Genuine, yeah, 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 yeah. Genuine, yeah, it, no, yeah. No, yeah like it it you is, you kind of, I in my ignorance, because I was getting into it a little bit, a little bit later. I'd have your head PE or your Papa Roach. Yeah, a few years later, you'd realize, oh, they've nicked all of those lines from mm. the best rap songs ever. Yeah, yeah Rage sure. Rage was this. It was it. It, it was because well, it had it ridiculous
1: amounts of meaning. It has. It's beyond like if you listen to Wake Up Now. Like when I first listened to Wake Up. I just enjoyed it. It was angry. Yeah. And I didn't know fuck all about the world at all. Because the first time I listened to that record, people, I don't think I've ever spoke about this, but you played it to me in a, on a fucking Walkman mm. in the car park of Palmer's, And it was just me thrashing around in the car park of Palmer's, mm. just having the best time of my life. I couldn't believe what I was listening to. Yeah. It was like, it blew my fucking brain. And... Um, I didn't really know what Wake Up was about, but if you, like, it was weird because even now, like as I say, I overlook it so much because it's so popular. I was listening to this girl sing it and get an opportunity to go reflect back over the lyrics and the, the meaning of the song. Mm. It's fucking, it's so amazing yeah. and it's so cool, but it's also so ridiculously intellectual. And how and many bands, how many bands can really, truly do that? And yet, yes. I think that if bands, Took more time, and any music production took more time to want to say something first. Then you can make cool shit off a result of it, and that's yeah. what happens. Is, is is wake up and completely. Involved, yeah. I mean, a good so, yeah. a good
0: tangent. I, w- I want to go off on this. On I moved away. I dropped something. Was I was driving home the other day, and I made note of something I wanted to talk about on the drunk cast because I just wanted us three to be a bit drunk and talk about it because we'll get mm. really excited. I just popped on Pearl Jam ten. And just (laughs) had a lovely time, just remembering (laughs) how great a record it is. Mm -hmm. And my note initially was just, how bloody awesome a Pearl Jam (laughs) discuss. Because I was one that, I at that time, I thought Versus was the better of the two albums. Everyone raved about 10. Now I kind of feel it's, I feel them evenly, but I think 10 might have taken over. And the notes I made were um, that Pearl Jam, there's three people who are responsible for weird changes. And so it was always Pearl Jam v Nirvana, and Nirvana were great, Mm -hmm. but Pearl Jam... Why, though?
2: I don't know why. It shouldn't be verses anyway, but... uh, Ironically. um,
0: (laughs) Didn't... But Nirvana were great, but Eddie had a unique voice. Like, like, no one had heard that vocal style before. A lot came after, Mm -hmm. and he was responsible for a lot of teens... T- t- teenage boys at that time to think that they could sing
2: yeah, because they're
0: going yep. in the same way that Alanis Morissette was responsible for yeah. a lot of teenage girls Creed made they millions could
2: pretending to yeah. be Pearl Jam and <laughs> the and, band not Apollo and,
0: and, and Jamiroquai yeah. made a lot of teenage boys at that time think they could dance yeah. I remember going down the brush from being yeah, casual yeah, moved yeah, side yeah. to side to suddenly everyone's sliding along <laughs> and doing and, and doing all their footwork and shit like that. And it's like you must have seen that at the brush that there yep. was suddenly this transition from awkward shoegazing yep. bobbin to like uh, uh, <laughs> proper going for it. And those those three come to mind, but the only I love Alanis still. I'm not so much a Jamaica fan, but Pearl Jammer one that it just feels it holds up, man. And I think they got not overlooked. They're one of the biggest bands of all time. But I think because um, Kurt Cobain died yeah. it kind of became Nirvana and then Pearl Jam and they were always compared and contrasted mm-hmm. Was yeah. as a standalone band just and lyrically the, the bit that got me on this, this drive and has always got me is that um, I know someday, someday you'll, have you'll have a beautiful, beautiful life. life I know you'll be a star in somebody, somebody else's else sky, sky but why can't it be mine <laughs> oh it's mm. just
2: when you see that live yeah like and then what, like a load
0: of middle aged men s- singing along as well <laughs>
2: <laughs> and it I and it's Heart beautiful broken. because when they do it live, Eddie adds another bit at the end. When uh, oh. they're doing the yeah, yeah. at the end, as it breaks down. He starts screaming, I won't do the act, I won't do the vocal. We belong, we belong together.
1: Fucking oh my, hell, yeah. it's
2: goosebumps every time. It's like
1: Let's I have it right, we belong together. That's how the line goes. Do you know what I mean? But <laughs>
0: my love of, of of just amusing myself ruined that part of the song on this drive because me and B were driving back from Monkey World, which is amazing by the way, and this was on In Traffic Blown and it's he's done the I know you someday you'll have a beautiful life and I'm getting a bit emotional just sitting there. And then just to break it, I just started going <laughs> <laughs> Which scared the shit. B almost jumped out of the car because I was just full volume. <laughs> 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 Which I really, I used to enjoy. My mum used to get annoyed because I'd do things where I'd see how loud I could be in the car. Because in a confined space, I mean, that's just Chris's life, but yeah. in a confined space, that's <laughs> that's
2: an exciting thing to do, just see how loud she can go. But
0: yeah, I just, how fucking great a Pearl
2: Jam man. Do you know what? Have you seen the, the, um, the Pell Jam 20 film? No. And it's, I'll it's tell good. you what, right? It's. I'd say. I, weirdly, I, I went off them a bit. I kind of forgot that they're great. They became that
0: kind of slightly. If you band. watch
2: that film, that that film will will, will make you realize just how fucking great they are. Yeah. Um, it's made by Cameron Crowe. Yeah. Who's a mega fan? Yeah. I hope I got that right. <laughs> um, if not, Brett, yeah. if you can. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. um, he wouldn't have heard it the, through the burp. The, <laughs> the girl in the mask, right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, <laughs> but. It just documents their career and the fact that they just thought that um,
0: the, the guy from Gladiator, yeah,
2: <laughs> ticketmaster or c ticket ticketmaster, were like they just weren't having it that they were, you know, being held to what ticketmaster wanted to charge yeah. fans. So they were like, "No, fuck it!" and yeah. like, they took them to court and we you know, they said we're going to do it ourselves. And like just everything they do, and they're just a proper unit. And that film documents it from day one, and he talks openly about the fact that you know. He was cool with Kurt. I don't know why there was yeah. this kind of comparison, because they're two very different bands. As I, I see it, you know, I if you're going I can't gonna, even... You know, it's n- weird,
1: because I can't even see see the, the relation. Yeah, because for yeah. me,
2: Nirvana, which is a straight-up punk band, you know, they they mm. were just, like, uh, uh, like, and a pop band. Like they, all, Never mind, as I've said many times, the greatest pop album ever made. Every single right. song's yeah, yeah, yeah. got the greatest choruses, the best hook lines, and it's fucking amazing. Pearl Jam were more that traditional kind of rock band. Do you know what I mean? They had guitar solos that were sort of lent themselves a little bit to Zeppelin and and stuff like that. I think they wore their influences a little bit more on their sleeve. But I think as they've progressed as a band, I just think they're great. And ten, you know, I, I had long hair and a pair of shorts when that came out, and like right. everyone else did, and you know, we was all jumping around in the clubs to once and why yeah. go home and things like that. It's fucking brilliant. And you Absolutely forget
0: how, how, how mental that they were alive back then, him throwing himself off speaker stacks and all sorts Crazy. of riotous gigs. Yeah, I And mean, you now think of them as yeah, yeah. Like that guy's, that voice. Yeah. So, yeah,
2: And let's talk about that voice quickly because especially on 10, like Blackie's the one that everybody says he's, you know, the stand and he's, you know, it's an amazing record, but his vocals on release me mm. at the end, fucking hell. And like, and you know, Alive and Jeremy have been, and, uh, what was the other single? Alive, Jeremy, and was once a single? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah once. Like, uh, a rinsed, absolutely rinsed. Like, But there's a reason they are rinsed. They're fucking yeah. great records. Do, do you think they got killed off a bit and
0: became a less credible f- feeling thing after the Crash Test Dummies happened? Mm. Oh, all right. <laughs> when that guy suddenly mm. came out with, just a very deep
2: voice. <laughs> I proper love the Crash Test Dummies when they came out.
0: I guarantee I've got them in my CDs there somewhere.
2: The Crash Test Dummies... S- somewhere at the be under C. ...also done Peter Pumpkinhead from Dumb and Dumber. But mm, I don't oh, think he sings that. Oh, oh really? really? Yeah. It's like you'd know the song as soon as you mm, hear it, because yeah. it's, it's in Dumb and Dumber. But, and it's really good. Well, I, I've not heard it since the mid-90s. Maybe it's, it's not. It's been a while. But uh, Crash Test Dummies.
0: Yeah, just thought I'd throw that Anyway... <laughs> Uh, shall we go back to more questions? We're yeah, kind of at the end of this hour almost. Yeah, 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 so we're going to have to push a Chris's Willy into the next <laughs> hour. <laughs> yeah. oh. I've been doing that for months, buddy. <laughs> I've been doing that for months. Um, who would uh, win in a fight? A, a Chrissy Gold Touch, Scroob, or Poundland Robbie Williams? <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care on that one. I'm not. I'm not comparing that no, whole thing. was way Just, way just so you could say Poundland, Robbie yeah, Williams, yeah, wasn't bro, it? Bro, anyway, on to <laughs> the next one. Um <laughs> <laughs> Stu, Stu and Chris once spoke on Hardcore listens about. Oh, I should have said who said that. That was Jack Martin.
1: Jack, good thank work, you, Jack. Oh, Jack. So, Land, Robbie Williams. That's correct. Ross Gallagher
0: says Stu, Stu and Chris once spoke on Hardcore listen about Heineken cream in Ireland. Is it really that good? <laughs> I've never had a good pint of Heine- Heineken in the UK. It's been appalling. Have they experienced better? <sighs> well,
1: well I, I firstly hate Heineken. Mm. Yes, yeah, so um, do I. So, um, who's who this, Stu? Did you say?
0: It said Stu and Chris. Who wrote, I once who, spoke. Who, this was Ross Gallagher. Ross, I can't remember. I, no, I, I think we're talking about the, the, Guinness. the Guinness. Yeah, because yeah, I had a pale ale, a Guinness pale ale. No, that was the
1: Guinness pale ale, which yeah. was cream.
0: That's what and, I thought. Yeah, I yeah. thought as soon as I read that, I was like, "Well, I only remember the Guinness. I
1: know you've mentioned the Guinness pale ale." Did I don't we hate the Heineken? No, when we? were in, I we were in we Ireland, I mean, Ireland? I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't think we did. I, I remember I think, the drink... I, I think I feel like something had changed in my life. I think up would have become down if I liked anything. Yeah. The, 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 the drinks that that
2: stand out for me was was, was when we went to that Lockie with. Blind Blind boy. Boy, <laughs> and, and we had the um, amazing, we all chief, had a guinea and you had chafing
1: the... fags off everyone. I loved his, I loved, I loved how <laughs> he's seen his robbing fags like have me. have seen Palmer's this thing on iPlayer? No,
0: it's amazing. He's got a, a series on iPlay. I've only watched uh, one episode, and it's the first episode is, is looking at s- s- social housing and the way housing has been done. And it's amazing because it's with the bag on his head. Yeah, it's as amazing. irreverent as you'd imagine. It's incredibly offensive, but it's amazingly intelligent. Again, it's what we know of Blind Boy. If you've just yeah. seen this guy with a bag on the head, you don't know that he's this intelligent, educated. Yeah, that's, a, that's such really a troubling good. thing
1: with Blind Boy because when you start talking about rubber bandits and like, and then you go, "There's a great," oh, oh, there's this song I want to talk to you about, and then you're like. It's called Spastic Hulk. Yeah. Like you, 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 struggle to sometimes Spastic. get the oh. buy-in. Yeah. but it's it's an it's amazing song. Yeah. It's an amazing music video. But sometimes people aren't ready for you to say Spastic Hulk. Yeah. But I've read people honestly, going, mm.
0: "Both of you just watch this thing on iPad." Oh no, no, it I'd was just to. yeah, I was. I was I I was re- ready, kind of as you said there. As he still got the bag when he said, "I was ready for it to be a toned down thing." Yeah, because mm. it's the BBC. It's not at all. It's full. Brilliant. It's offensive, but amazing and articulate and intelligent and attacking the right the right people. He was great fun. Yeah, we had a not Absolute dude, proper laugh. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I will have to head back at some point. Definitely. Mm. Yeah. Um, let's smash through a few
1: more. Um, any films you wanted to see this year but didn't get a chance well, to? strangely, I've not seen many movies this year. So when we do I've the movies a in a, yeah, Exactly, I'm like the antithesis of that. There's I've one, not seen
0: many. There's one that comes to mind that I, I want to see and haven't had a chance yet because people are saying it's amazing. Is the new Spider-Man one. The Spider-Verse one that's out Oh, the Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, it's meant to be absolutely... Everyone's saying it's literally next to... Level. And I would have skipped an animation Spider-Man. I but... think
1: I think what people are doing now in, in storytelling is they're real, realising how far we can push it. And, and actually mm. you you're seeing more Japanese influence with it and, and, and Eastern media where you just have these batshit fucking ideas in it. Yeah. And I think the Western world are now starting to have a, a, a taste towards that. So yeah, Into the Spider-Verse looks absolutely awesome.
0: Uh, can we talk a little bit about a journeyman? just because it came up on one i think hmm. it was on the podcast yeah 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 it i was be. saying when we just talk art. about
2: films of the year that's the one I'll, that's my yeah. film of the year because that was
0: mm. it, the, the, it i felt I, I like you know sometimes if you listen to a podcast you want to be there and say stuff yeah it's worse if you come up every now and then so so whenever i hmm. come up i'm like no that's that's not what i'm in that's hmm. not, that's not the point but it didn't it wasn't discussed rightfully so because you were talking about our robin our williams films but you mentioned that or B might have mentioned, I was mad at you for not going to see Journeyman in the cinema. And mm. and Chris I mean understandably, it might have been better for you because you saw it at home, which meant you could more comfortably get mm. emotional and all that. But the point of that was, knowing that film in particular, how much of a struggle it is for these films to get made these days. And the cinema release is such a big deal. And it wasn't And it felt like Paddy was quite
2: outspoken about that on social media. I
0: I know that you've got a family and kids and we live in Essex and Mm. these films, you have to go into London for that. So it was a joke in annoyance. But my argument was, you're a fan of Paddy and a fan of boxing. Like, you're literally the target audience. Mm. So if he can't get you in the cinema, the production companies are right in saying, oh, we're not going to make that. There's not a demand for it. No, so it's more of that that it's kind of I paid five
2: pound fifty to watch it on uh, Prime.
0: Yeah, so as I said I, I I rant about it a, a lot online because I think it is on us as the public to go out and support good films because yeah. everyone says oh but cinemas so expensive. A, a cinema's br- br- breaking box offices constantly. Venom has broken most of the box office uh, our records uh, this year. um but it's only these big films that people will go out and see. So it's not a case of we don't want to go out and see it. But it's it's it's. I said, yeah, I, th- I think we're going to have more and more. It's been interesting uh, this year where I've seen a lot. Most of my films of the year have been smaller independents. Mm. And that scares me a bit because they're not going to cont- continue to be made in the current market. Because if the only thing that makes money is superhero films, why? I, again, it's the same the, 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 the thing as we were saying about petitioning companies. They're private companies. It's their choice. I can understand from a business point of view that But if that's the no danger, money, in it, because, then because But, why then,
1: make but it? then that's a simple analogy of the dangers of capitalism. Yeah, completely. And ho- and, and how it, ma- it creates ho- homogeneity. Homogeneity. I don't know if that's a homo- homo- homogenous product. Yeah. It's because like it, they're the only ever going to follow the demand and, and what, or, well, what makes
0: money. That's what I like about the BBC is they have a responsibility to make and create art, yeah. so they can't only be on financial. But f- films, it's a different thing, and. I think you'll agree, Journeyman is w- 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 one of the best films I've ever seen. And it's not... I went in ready to not enjoy it. Yeah. Just because I know Paddy proper loves his boxing. I'm not that into boxing films. And it's not a boxing film. It's so much more than that. It's a beautiful, gr- gr- gritty drama that the story happens to focus around boxing. But yeah, yeah. Have you seen it? It's, no, I've
1: genuinely not seen so. I'll tell you the movies Heartbreak, I've watched yeah. this year. I, it's I, it's I, bullshit.
2: Um, I spoke to... My mate literally said to me, finally getting out to watching Jodie Man tonight. And I went, just fucking strap yourself, yourself in, mate. Yeah, like, because I've never had to stop a film oh. and, like, and go and literally compose myself because I was in fucking bits, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and he's... And, and so is she, Jodie Whittaker. Yeah. Fucking amazing in that. But yeah. it's just different league what he's done in that film.
0: A journeyman and there was a film called Dark R- R-
2: River which I really
0: enjoyed as well which is similarly dark but I think they both really tackled these harsh subjects but without any any holding back like a, J- a journey worker's character ha- makes some really tough tough choices mm. it's not just the simple I'll oh, support your man it's the reality of that's not always easy
1: that's Especially not, it's not when the, the shit thing. that's
2: going on that yeah. in that film goes on yeah. fucking
1: hell Man Amazing. might also be a total dickhead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I haven't seen it, but yeah. Yeah, but as I said, it's it's fucking, yeah, it's
0: mind blowing.
1: Mm. So, was this best movies of the year? No, I was just
0: sn- sn- sneaking that in. Any films okay. you want to see this year but didn't get a chance uh, okay. to? So I just right, thought because yeah. of the cinema thing, that yeah. came yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there anything yeah. that comes to mind for your review?
2: I haven't seen, and, and it sounds really, uh, I I don't know if it's cool or not, but um. I haven't seen the, um, I'm not a Queen fan, but I've not seen a Freddie Mercury film. No, it, mate, it blew me away. A Star is Born, I've not yeah, seen. Yeah, I've not seen that. Um, I'd, like, I'd
1: like to see it. Yeah. And,
0: uh, I went reluctantly to see uh, A Bohemian Rhapsody. I, yeah, well, again, I mentioned it, yeah. it to you, because I was like, I'm trying to see all the films that I should see, because I'm doing my Films of the Year podcast, and I was stunned at how much I enjoyed A Bohemian Rhapsody. It blew me away. But I've heard, heard the same on A Star Is Born. Yeah. There's two films I wish that you'd been to, or that you'd see, and they are, because they're two ones that I watched and thought, oh, you'd dig this. And similar with Chris. I came out of Hotel Artemis and mm. messaged him immediately yeah, going, yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. this is for you. This, yeah. is, this is a film Shit. for you. But with you, is Flubber. The, the, uh, Flubber uh, 5. Yep. Um, no, <laughs> the MIA documentary. Flubbered again. Which yep. is mind-blowing. Yeah. But the more you ignore me which is Joe Brand wrote ah, Have it, you seen that? It. Yeah, I went to see Brand it. Did Joe Brand write London. that? Yeah, she, I believe she wrote and directed it. And it's all about kind of, it's about mental health, but it's also about Morrissey, and it's about that. And yeah. it's
2: obviously stars the most beautiful woman in the world. Who? <clears throat> Sharon Smith.
0: Yes, 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 yes. It's it's fantastic. It's really good. Her performance in it is mind-blowing.
2: She's fucking amazing. Yeah, all Sharon right. Sharon Smith is, <laughs> he's, oh, no. I, I do think she's one of Britain's, best at the moment i 'm yeah, really striking
0: it's, it's a really good good film I, I i lucked out i was in i was in london for two screenings and i had like a three hour gap in between yeah. and it happened to be on at the empire in yeah. in in Haymarket and i was like yeah, I I I'd, 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 I'd heard you mention it, I think. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, oh, I'll keep an eye. out And it just happened to be on at the exact right time. It was three quid a ticket because the yeah. Haymarket in the day is dirt cheap. So again, it's that kind of the belief that all yeah. cinemas are expensive. Like, depends on how much y- y- you want to spend. Yeah. If you go at the right times, or you don't. If you buy your own food and all things like that. Which, yeah, but yeah, it's really good. I was I was surprised. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I've, I'm doing. I'm not. I'm not going to go hugely into films when we get to that in the next part. But. but, but because obviously I'm doing my end of the year films list, Mm. but that's one that it's on the cusp. I don't know if it's going to be in my top ones. It probably is. I know that Journeyman and Dark River are because they're probably they're two that have just blown me away. But that's one that is. uh, The way I do it is I note every film I see this year, and I put a star by the ones that might be in the. Oh God! Do you know what
1: that? Do you know what that is? I've never listened to any of your end of the year film reviews, which is really weird because of our relationship. You don't listen to podcasts. (laughs) But um, <laughs> but that will motivate me to not do things that, other than watch shit on YouTube. Yeah, like it's really yeah. weird that I've missed so many things this year when I've like had like a spare two hours and I'm like just exhausted. And instead yeah. of planning something and doing something that will motivate me, I just watch bollocks. Yeah. And so I'm like this, this year, as well. I'm the, I'm yeah, as yeah, well. fair enough. But this year I think I'd be interested to do that myself, so that I could actually it's really, been really good to have that motivation. The fact right. that exactly. I'm doing. Uh, And the
0: fact I get invited to see a lot of screenings is good because that's some good films. But uh, when I had my week away to write, I had no Wi-Fi and stuff. So I just took a a box set of films my brother had had, had bought me and I wrote and then at lunchtime or dinner I watched a film and the one day I'd got some good writing done, it was like three or four days in, I thought, I'm going to get Netflix up and watch something. It felt like uh, when you have a pizza after being healthy and it doesn't deliver. Yeah, I felt sh- shit. I was like, everything yeah, yeah. I've been watching has had yeah, such yeah. content and been so amazing, yeah. and I've just flinged something on on Netflix, and it's felt so empty and shit. And, and now I'm back home, I watch a lot of the empty and shit what? stuff. No, but no, it, was, it was it was interesting to have that clean clean living run of just these real beautiful French films that every yeah. scene is slaved over. And then I just thought I'll treat myself to a Netflix thing. And it
1: was you know what? And I've been so and disappointed this year in film, and it wasn't because there wasn't good film. It was because I did do a sort of like... There were some like monster flicks and that. that I went, oh, i watch that. And I was just like, oh, man, that didn't deliver. And I don't normally have a high expectations, as we well know, but I was still like, oh, God. So when you talk about movies that I'm gutted I haven't seen, Black Klansman, yep. The Buster, the Ballad of Buster Scruggs, it, yep. is a fucking film I still haven't seen. Well, Bohemian Rhapsody. What else was it? There was another one I just saw, because I've had please, to pull them up. Sorry um, to
0: bother you. It's blown me away this year. And it was really? a lot of controversy, because that and Black Klansman... Were kind of positioned as rival films because. Oh because yeah, Bruce Riley no, spoke sorry, to bother you. Yeah, yeah. Sorry to bother you, it bl- it that was recent.
1: Out, that came it. out when *Widows* came out. It's just w- come out, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. December seventh. Yeah, like *Widows* are quite fancy, yeah. but um, knows. there's there's been so many. It's more a year of the films I haven't, and yeah. a lot of the, the films I picked have been *Dirge*. Oh, well, me and you are doing a film marathon, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, I got sent a load
0: of who is it? John Carpenter. Mm-hmm. Um, so. They've re- remastered a load of John Carpenter classics to 4K to make them these amazing things. And I got hit up saying, are you interested in these? And there was a screening. I was like, I've not been that into his stuff, but if you've got the Blu-rays, I know a guy. So I instantly <laughs> hit up, up Chris <laughs> and Mark was like, if they sent me a load, and we've got four. Mm. And we're just going to have a little movie marathon. We've been trying to make it happen because I we? think a lot of them I've probably seen over the years, but don't remember that much. Yeah,
2: a fundamentally they ones. make up a
1: lot of a lot of what I watched as a kid, exactly. and I absolutely worship. So I can't a, wait. Your you, you,
0: you, you, you horror episodes of Hardcore List, and, are, are when you watch them, there seems to be a lot there that you're kind of. I think I've seen it. I can't remember it, and that's how I am with them ones. It's kind of. I know these films, but I don't really... Yeah. I might have just heard people talking about them. Yeah. I could have I mean, seen I, it, or I'm,
2: I am just... not interested in coming around for your film, like, but my missus would be all over that. Yeah, she yeah. fucking loves a <laughs> yeah. horror.
1: Oh, no, God. Like, <laughs> yeah, if she wants to come over, there are movies there that I think...
2: Carpenter really scored good. them as well, didn't they? Yeah, Not
1: all of them, but he had parts yeah. in it, definitely. And, yeah, he's attacked. That's what blows my mind. He's done, he's done such a, a, a big... wide, I say, such a wide range of movies. But for fun and action
2: yeah.
1: and comedy, Big Trouble in Little China is is absolutely yeah. genius. As um, I've
2: said, trained with Carter Wong,
1: <laughs> trained with Carter Wong, but that yeah. is ridiculous, mate. That really is. Man, I'm, you're so I am old, aren't you? <laughs> so, Do
2: you know who Carter Wong is? <laughs> no. Have you seen Big Trouble in Little China? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: He was Bruce Lee's trainer's trainer.
2: So at the end, when basically. Kurt Russell gets through all of them, yeah, and then you've got the one at the end that goes, it just expands. Thunder, he's yeah, talking yeah. about Thunder, Carter Wong. All right, he come over to do something. I and in Basildom, get that.
0: on that bombshell. I, let, I let's wrap this episode up, and I
2: never got a black belt.
0: And in the next episode, we're gonna talk <laughs> about Chris's a uh, willy. Mm-hmm. Um, my press junket i rep- I'll start. With, with my press junk in reputation, and then we'll go into oh, films. like that, yeah. Some yeah films yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that you've enjoyed or whatever. Yep. sure, sure. And then we'll go into all sorts of other stuff. So, yeah. Can we do Dartford
2: in, this sec- in yeah, the we'll next one? Because I'm getting in this pissed and I want to be on point when I yeah. say this.
0: I don't want you. Do it at the start
1: that. then. All
0: right, well, we'll see you in a bit. We're going to have a, w- a-, a wee break oh, and get back you. on it. Ta ta.
1: You've been listening to
0: Scroobius Picks The and Peace. There we go, that was part two. Um, I'm not gonna ramble too much. I'm gonna send you on your way to part three. Um I'll give a shout out to Love Beer. I think we gave tons of drunk uh, shout-outs to them, and a bigger, even bigger shout-out to Slingsbury Rhubarb Gin. Because that is now the new Scroobius 2019. Slingsbury Rhubarb Gin and Pepsi Max. Part two is going to be on Boxing Day. So have a bloody lovely Christmas. And I'll see you then. Ta-ta!